if George Floyd's murderer is not sentenced, just know that all hell is gonna break through. Don't be surprised when buildings are on fire. We've never seen this before, folks. Not in my lifetime. And if they get away with it, justice in America is dead. We've never seen a sitting congresswoman stand in the streets and direct a jury, give a jury specific instructions on how they are to vote. Manslaughter is not good enough for Sergeant Derek Chauvin. He must be convicted of murder or else. Or else what? A clear threat of violence. Here's Representative Maxine Waters. She represents L.A. in California, but she flew in to Minneapolis for this, breaking the law in the process because she broke curfew to hit the streets and tell the BLM crowd she was addressing that violence was the answer. And yes, that's what she meant. And I hope uh, that we're going to get a verdict that is say guilty, guilty, guilty. And if we don't, we, got, we cannot go away. And not just manslaughter, right? I mean... Oh, no, not manslaughter. No, no, no. This is, this is guilty for murder. I don't know whether it's in the first degree, but as far as I'm concerned, it's first degree it's murder. What happened? This was all over the local news in Minneapolis, wall to wall. What happens? Congresswoman, he asks her if they don't find him guilty of murder. What should protesters do? Well, we, we got to stay on the street uh, and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure that they, they know that we mean business. We've got to make sure they know we mean business. She's talking to the jury who she's just threatened. If they get away with this, if that jury votes to convict, the mob and mob justice will have won. Imagine you're a Chauvin trial juror for a moment. Here's what you've seen in the last 48 hours. A member of Congress fearlessly breaking curfew, breaking the law, because for them there is no law, And standing in the streets telling Black Lives Matter if the jury does not find guilty on the murder charge rather than the manslaughter one or a lesser charge, then they've got to get confrontational. Hours after that, the first attempted murder occurred where folks in a black SUV opened fire on National Guard officers who were patrolling with police. Outrageously, Maxine Waters has not condemned it. In fact, not a single Democrat has. That's because they support it. No Republican would ever get away with this kind of behavior. You're a member of the jury. You've already seen this. Then in Santa Rosa, California, you learned, because this has been all over the local news too there in Minneapolis, that something else horrible has happened. That an expert witness who testified for the defense has had his house splattered with pig's blood and a decapitated pig's head left on his front porch. And you know this, the reasonable doubt here is a mile wide. You could drive a truck through it. But if you vote not guilty or you hang the jury by not voting to convict because you need a majority to convict, you're going to be hurled into the midst of this violence and chaos. Maxine Waters has already laid out what the punishment is for not voting the way the Democrats want. 
it is no exaggeration to say you could find yourself in a Hunger Games-style battle for survival. How do you protect your home from being burnt to the ground? How do you protect your family? Your job? (laughs) Forget it. The punishment is at least cancellation. Who could ever employ you with the mob standing in the parking lot screaming bloody murder? You would be dubbed a racist and a white supremacist. It will destroy your reputation for all time. You will be doxxed and your address printed in public. They will find it eventually. If you own a business, that's over. I'd be shocked if there's a member of the jury with the backbone to stand up to all of that. And then what happens when the drive-by shootings occur? Again, if they're not afraid to open fire on the National Guard after Auntie Maxine calls for more confrontation, she later claimed, by the way, she doesn't support violence. She's full of it. If they have the gall to open fire on the National Guard, they will come for you. These are not illogical things that I'm saying. And the judge in the case knows it. The judge in the case is literally dangling the jury out to the mob as bait. He has done so throughout this trial in one outrageous ruling after another. Normally, a case like this would be moved out of Minneapolis. And there were several jurisdictions in the north of Minneapolis, rural, that said that they could handle the security. But here's why it wasn't moved. Democrats control the judicial system in Minnesota, and they want the jurors they can intimidate. Rural residents of red counties would have sat on those juries. The leftist jurisprudence structure in Minneapolis and Minnesota would never have that. They couldn't intimidate the jury that way. So the judge insisted that they not be moved. After that, Chauvin's attorney begged for the jury to be sequestered. He wanted this because Dwayne Wright had then been shot in a nearby neighborhood community. And you've probably heard the story. The officer thought it was a taser. She says it was the gun. Who knows? Anyway, riots get started on the street. Okay, so you're the jury. You're watching this. You've got property in Minneapolis. Can you imagine being on that jury and watching the violence over right and picturing that in your front yard? Because that's where it's coming. So Chauvin's attorney again asked the judge, please let me sequester the jurors. In other words, they'd be put in a hotel at government expense. uh, TV's taken out. Cell phone's taken away. You can't watch any local news. So it won't affect your, your fear level. Honestly, at this point, you won't see the riots going on. You won't know about them. Judge says no. Nah, it's no big deal. That's not going to scare anybody, the violence, the rioting. That, that's a different case, he says. It's the, it's the case of Dwayne Wright. It's, it's not. Come on, y'all. Come on. And that was the significance of what Maxine Waters did. She went in the street, and in issuing literally a list of demands of the jury, a you better or else, this is the verdict we want, she did make this specific. The violence in the streets now is specific to the Chauvin trial. If this judge, and this is this is Monday, the 19th of April, if this judge doesn't declare a mistrial today, and it doesn't look like he's going to, he's actually letting <laughs> the final arguments go forward. I cannot imagine the terror a juror would feel if they were to vote, even to hang the jury. This judge is doing a grotesque disservice to justice. He is literally creating by the minute the template for leftist mob rule. His jury's already gotten their instructions. Maxine says manslaughter isn't good enough. It needs to be a murder conviction 
or we're in the streets. Well, again, I've already seen what in the streets looks like. It looks like drive-by shootings, not condemned by the Democrats. They love this. Folks, what this judge is doing is so reckless. It will tear Minneapolis apart. It could tear the country apart. He's literally allowed this trial to go down in a powder keg. And you know what's fascinating about what Maxine just did? The left has said, well, you know, we don't we don't need to condemn the violence by Antifa. We don't need to condemn Black Lives Matter violence. Those aren't our supporters. Well, right now, it's clear whose supporters they are. They're Democrats. They're who Maxine, who's in Democrat leadership, pointed to and said, you go do it. You up, you up the ante here. The judge knows it. The judge knows it. And he is dangling the jury before the mob as bait. This is textbook jury intimidation through violence. It's what the Democrats do now. But it wasn't just crazy anti-Maxine that was doling out the threats. No doubt these jurors who weren't sequestered have been all over the Internet to see the violent threats against them and anyone who disagrees with the mob. The judge made sure of it by not sequestering them. He had to know they'd read the news. But what's been all over the Internet are the threats of violence and bloodshed by Black Lives Matter. Who do you think their primary target's going to be? The jury. Here's Black Lives Matter activist Raheem B. at a Black Lives Matter rally in D.C. specifically focused on the Chauvin trial outcome. It's to prepare for the violence that they openly intend to do after the verdict if the jury doesn't produce the result anti-maxine has dictated i don't condemn people who who loot i support them for looting i support people who, who take matters in their own hands if you want to set some on fire go do that voting is not going to bring us there as you can see y'all we voted in the new president joe biden but i told folks straight up joe biden ain't gonna do nothing for us because joe biden was in office as the vice president when the black lives matter movement started and ain't nothing changed We've been protesting for a really long time. How, how much longer can we protest and march in the streets before people are really, really ready to get blood on their hands? Because one of these days, it's going to have to come to that. Again, you're a Chauvin juror. How can you protect your family from this? Your spouse, your property, your kids, anyone related to you is going to be targeted. It's going to be on Hunger Games style. Best just do the right thing and vote to convict, no matter what doubt you have. And he wasn't the only one. Other prominent Black Lives Matter leaders have laid out the penalty for disobeying them. Other business owners, the jurors don't know, will pay. And it'll be their fault. This is prominent Black Lives Matter leader Maya Eccles. If George Floyd's murderer is not sentenced, just know that all hell is going to break loose. Don't be surprised when buildings are on fire. That's perhaps the worst threat of all. As Minneapolis burns again, probably worse than last time, and business owners and their property are destroyed, you'll know it was your fault. Most people can't handle that public level of scathing hatred, knowing that everybody else believes it was them, it was their fault, it was their selfishness for not buckling to the wishes of the mob. Folks, nobody could withstand this kind of pressure, not without a security team provided by the court system to protect them. And the judge knows it. The good news here 
is there's never been a stronger case I've seen in my lifetime for mistrial. This judge is obviously down with the mob. It's not going to come from him. But on appeal, hopefully it will if there's a conviction. The left cannot be allowed to get away with this. They're already trumping up charges, whole cases against people. And not just lowly people like police sergeants, but the very president himself. If they, on the one hand, can falsely charge you, as we've seen the FBI do, even going so far as to lie at a felony level, risking prison time themselves in lies to the FISA court to get the ability to spy on Trump. What what happens next in our country when they trump up a case against you and then they send the mob to the streets to demand your conviction? Nothing. That's recognizably American. It'll change our justice system forever. If they can get the conviction that anti-Maxine demanded under these circumstances and it stands, I literally fear for my children and their future. And there's one other thing I can't help but point out. President Donald Trump was impeached and canceled. Your president was canceled. You realize that we're not allowed to have a leader. He can't get his message out hardly because he's banned on all the platforms. Why? He's banned on just about every platform except freedom-oriented ones, allegedly because he used his voice to foment violence. But let me replay that for you. He never called for violence. He called for peaceful protest. And as you're listening to this, contrast it with what Maxine Waters did and ask yourself why there's no Democrat plans, at least at this point, to expel her from Congress. And there hasn't been a single Democrat condemnation after everything from January 6th, folks. Again, the woman spoke. She told people to get in the streets. She told them to raise the level of confrontation. And within hours, she had a drive-by shooting. To her credit, nobody cares. But Trump, Trump was deplatformed for saying, and, and impeached for saying this. Come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today, we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity of our elections. For that, Donald Trump was impeached. The mere act of questioning the election, we were told, was violence because it could lead to violence. But now we have Democrats in the street breaking the law and actually exhorting violence. And there's no condemnation. This is way beyond hypocrisy, folks. This is deliberate. It is, to use a word they love, systematic. They are deliberately inculcating the public. Any form of protest by the left, no matter how violent, no matter who dies, who bleeds, who gets shot, or what burns, is peaceful protest. And one is never to criticize it, because they don't. But... The mere act of arguing if it results in a trespassing is violence and must be treated in the harshest of terms. And this is all backed, folks, by an FBI that is Politico pointed out last week. And we I had this in the podcast last week. As Politico pointed out, you're giving plea deals to Antifa folks who 
tried to blind and kill officers flying in a helicopter, shining a laser on them. You're offering them total wipeout of their record if they do community service. But the FBI at the same time, the Justice Department, has people locked behind bars, no bonds, looking at 30 to 55 years for merely entering the Capitol, even in cases where their own charging documents don't indicate that any violence or damage or hurt to anyone was done. So they back it up with bastardized law enforcement. They're trying to teach this to us. The message, if you are right-wing or freedom-loving, Don't even take the chance of showing up to a peaceful protest. God knows how many years you'll do in prison. But if you're a left winger, we'll send the Democrat leadership out there for your rally to encourage you to get violent. And when a drive by shooting happens in the hours after, can you imagine if that had been a Republican who'd said that stuff? And it was about, I don't know, the election or something. Holy cow, it would never end. Are you kidding me? That Republican, even if it was a congressperson, the FBI would have been on their doorstep. And they'd be in the midst of a raid. This is how, at every level, they enforce the idea that they will patrol the streets. The mob will rule through violence. And we, we won't even have a voice, peaceful or otherwise. It must stop. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on Radio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening.